We're back, we're back, we're back. And we're back. I drank all my coffee and I'm really sad about it. My titties are sweating. No. Because then I gotta use another pod. It's getting warm. We should make this like. What'd you say? I gotta get another pod. Where's. Okay. Where's the pods? Your titties ever so big that you can like literally like fold them in half? My testicles are. Because I can push these up and they literally like, (laughs) it's like they're bending. Like, I mean, I can't show you. Like, look at this. They're a little side. They're a little. I've seen tits, girl. Just letting you know. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen folds before, girl, so I'm just showing you what folds look like. Um, look at that. Fat titty. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you guys not being able to see that is what makes that truly the gem that it is. Uh, welcome to Adventures in Remaining. I'm Megan Tonjes, the one with the fat titties. Yeah, I'm Keith Batista without the fat titties. Yeah, correct. Um, and we are a couple of friends. <laughs> As as friends do. How you doing, girl? You hanging in there? It's a little warm right now. You getting those hot flashes sometimes? You yeah. get like that wave of heat that hits you. I just got one. It's just constant. Um, I have to do laundry today, and I, but I don't. I'm like Did in this constant it? like things I need to do, but like I don't like. I don't want to use my quarters, you know. But it's like I need to do laundry. But also, it's like, do I need to do laundry, or could <laughs> I go a few more days? It's like in an optimal I, world, I would have all of my <laughs> accoutrements ready for me. Your particulates? My particulates, because, you know, she's um, hemorrhaging. And so I would like all of my things to be in order. But I don't need them all to be in order. What's the, what's the like, <laughs> the threshold for, like, needing to do laundry for you? Like, where, where is it like, oh, fuck, I, like, I have to do it now? I get to the first leg of it when I run out of shorts. Shorts. Yeah, especially now because we're in comfort weather or yeah. not comfort weather, but comfort season, yeah. you know? Yeah. And so <laughs> yeah. I don't have enough pajamas, clearly, is what I've realized in this new world. Um, so I run out of shorts, I'm stressed. And then I'm like, fuck, I'm gonna have to wear leggings. And the leggings, uh, I only got a few of them, so those don't go long. At the point that I'm like, but at that point, I don't have anything to put on my bottom, you know? So it's mm-hmm. like, then I got to start wearing, like, long T-shirts and underwear throughout the days. And then, like, maybe put on a pair of jeans real quick to go outside. Not happy about it. Mm-hmm. When I start running out of the underwear, not just underwear, but, like, the underwear that I actually wear, you know? Because, like, there's, like... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. My drawer is full of un- prime so underwear, much the, underwear. The backup there's, underwear. like, yeah, there's, like, the underwear that, like, I spent too much money on and it's cute, but I never wear it or I've never worn it. But, like, I might one occasions. day. Yeah, I don't know what that special occasion is going to be because... Know, I got my sex underwear, you know? It's, like, the yeah. ones that I save just in case... I mean, I, I, I've given on. up bras in 2020. I feel like they're done. So it's like, I just get to a point where I'm like, the things that I could be wearing are not comfortable and I run out of pajamas and underwear and then I have to do it. Pajamas. I'm not quite, I still have some shorts and I think I still have another pair of leggings and I have underwear, but I don't know. Yeah. For me, it's, oh, excuse me. It's the underwear. Yeah. Yeah. And once I'm like, Got one left. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> Sometimes I'm like, maybe I should just get underwear that I like. So I like all the underwear that I have. But then it stresses but even me then, out. You'll, you'll, you'll divvy that up, too. I know. Because I got, like, my, my clean, like, my, my pure black ones. Yeah. Or my gray ones. Like, yeah. The ones I've, that fit me good. I tights recently. Then I got one that looks like an American flag from, from Express that I don't really like wearing. But But you got it. Just It's a backup. It was a gift, I think. Okay. And yeah, it's exactly. It's like it, it, it's backup. When I start hitting the backups, it's like that's when laundry yeah, yeah. needs to happen. Um, I don't like doing laundry. I would. I like doing dishes less. If I had to choose between the two, I would do laundry. I still do my laundry like you I'm in fucking college, and it's all like one load cold over. <laughs> or warm. That's fine, girl. That's all I do. Um, I almost want to like go back. And like hand wash my shit. Like yeah. Sit outside. You could. With you... like that fucking. <laughs> oh, you want to take it all the way to like an actual like board to scrape yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, like a bucket of water and some soap and like a yeah. board and just like put my clothes in there. Yeah, girl. I kind of enjoy that. Like. You're like, I'm gonna take this Target t shirt, I'm gonna give it the finest treatment, right? <laughs> I, mean, no, I, I just like, I think I have a whole new appreciation for that from when I went to Asia because I learned how to like hand wash clothes. Yeah, yeah. And like, oh, like I don't need. Not to mention the incredible amount of water used to True. use uh, in a washing machine. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. There's, like, I kind of want to go to a log cabin and, like, <laughs> hang my clothes up after I wash them. Yeah. Just live that simple life. Well, 
You get half of that. You can you can dry your clothes outside. So I don't here. have to worry about like riding on an iPad, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's like as I'm riding on my iPad, I'm thinking about oh, I gotta go out and hand wash. <laughs> um, yeah, girl, you should make that little outside area. I got a bench, bitch. I I wish if I if I trusted enough that no one would fuck with it, I'd love to put like big plants and stuff out there. Yeah, which I mean, you know. Them. Maybe maybe they won't. Excuse maybe me. maybe like the teenagers around here will leave us alone. But who knows? Unlikely, they're teenagers. Unlikely. Um, shall we get true. dive into questions? I would love to. This is a BBQ episode. This is a BBQ episode. For those of you who forgot or don't know, uh, <laughs> you can go to our website adventuresinremaining.com. You can submit a question through our online form there, or you can email us directly by sending an email to roommatepod at gmail dot com. We ready, beeps? Oh, Gina Wortman just posted an ass photo. Sorry. On Instagram? Yeah. Or no, Twitter. Gina Wortman. OnlyFans? Girl, I've never subscribed to OnlyFans until this pandemic. I thought you were going <laughs> to say I've never subscribed to OnlyFans. I'm going to be like, bitch, you're lying. Oh, no. <laughs> you're lying I, to the people. I was like, oh, wait, I could see these girls naked? <laughs> Listen, a lot of my friends are starting OnlyFans. I've been sending them. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like Some them. people that aren't even, weren't on there are now on there. And I'm like. No, I'll help Every, you out. Everyone. Let me get a month Mia for Mia Marion, baby. For it. All right. Uh, first, first email. Okay. Uh, it's a very short one. Mm-hmm. Uh, y'all make me laugh, and I think y'all are amazing. We are. I'm going to guess you from the South, perhaps Texas. Uh, you, who knows, girl? The internet just. <laughs> All right. So we're going to dive right into it. Here we go. Oh, okay. Jesus. Oh, we're diving. Uh, we're diving. This is from oh, somebody I don't know if I should name. Uh, but the subject, oh, is it, fuck is it fucking here. up shit? Uh, sick and behind in life. Mm, welcome. Here we go. This was sent uh, back in April on 420, actually. Mm. So we were in the beginnings of the, the first month or so of the, the quarantine, right? Okay, yeah. Maybe a little bit more. Forgot. Has it been days? Has it been months? Has it been years? All right, so she's saying um, what her name is. Uh, so my name is Jessica. I recently learned that I am actually in Sun Aries, Moon Libra, and Rising Libra. <laughs> give me, give me the, the Cliff's notes on that one, girl. We got a Sun Aries, a Moon Libra, and a Rising Libra. Rising Libra, and, I mean, listen, I love Libras. I feel like you never talk a shit about Libras. Yeah, give me, give me a Libra. Darren's a Libra. My grandma was a Libra. My manager is a Libra. When is the birthday? Uh, October-ish, mm, okay. I think. End of okay. whatever the fuck's before October. <laughs> September. Um, you know, li- listen, Libras can be a little, like, of obviously, like, you know, a little back and forth. See the sides of everything. Maybe can't make a decision. Um, but that Aries, that Aries sun is interesting because Aries is an asshole. So, uh, <laughs> and right. I, uh, you know, listen, I appreciate them. There are Aries I love and there are Aries that I grew up with. And <laughs> it's, um, it's a lot of no one can tell you what to do, but thank God that Libra probably evens you the fuck out. So, all right. I'm a 20. 20- I still can't make a fucking decision. <laughs> I'm a tw- well, she's writing to us. Well, clearly. Uh, I'm a 24 year old female who was in their last semester of community college. It took me seven years, mm. three majors, there and lots of meltdowns well, to get through this. I've got questions. Three majors. That's a think, Libra, bitch. I don't think you get majors from community, community colleges, right? Why not? Don't they only go as far as associates? Mm, I don't know if that's true or not. I could be wrong. Um, I think you get bachelor's. I have chronic illness, chronic fatigue syndrome. Ugh. Same. I just have depression. (laughs) Uh, As well as general anxiety disorder and major depressive disorder. I am thankfully on medication for the anxiety or depression, but the CFS is still a mystery. Yeah. Um, Got a full ticket. Hey, look, I'm going to be learning a whole bunch about this soon, but I would venture to guess it's tied to your depression. Uh, sometimes antidepressants mm-hmm. help with CFS, but in my case, it only helped with anxiety and depression. I go to therapy once a month mm-hmm. because that is all my parents can afford right now. That's right. I still live with my parents. That's okay. I'm, I'm 24. That's fine. Uh, we're also in a pandemic. Listen, if you uh, like your parents, live with them for as long as fucking possible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, save that money. Clearly, please. I haven't been able to keep a job due to my health issues. Well, okay. I worked at a Ross dress for less during mm-hmm. the two weeks before Christmas. I would end my afternoon or night shifts exhausted and on the verge of an anxiety attack. Mm. 
I mean, yeah, you need to talk to someone. I, I live really close to the Mexican border, uh, I, and I don't speak Spanish, so there was a lot of misunderstandings between customers and myself. Okay. So I'm going to be... So I'm going to be going to Northern Arizona University in Flagstaff in the spring of 2021. Nice. I'm taking the fall semester off to work on my health more and just try to get my life together before I leave. Good mm -hmm. decision. My question is, how do I get rid of this aching thought that I am majorly behind in life? <laughs> Sorry, I don't mean to laugh <laughs> at you. Uh, girl, I'm 36 and I'm changing my shit. So, Yeah, uh, I think a lot of people feel that. I would ask my therapist this, but he is only talking to extreme risk patients during... COVID-19. Okay. Oh, so you're not even so in contact even with your... talking to them. Uh, I will ask him when he starts talking to all his patients again, but in the meantime, I thought I would get your opinions. If you could answer this with even a little advice, I would appreciate it so much. Okay. I really evaluate... I really evaluate... I really value your opinions. Mm. So what's the specific question? The question it's... is, um, she has this aching desire or this aching feeling... You're missing out. ...that she's uh, majorly behind in life. Like She hasn't really... Girl, you have three majors. Life hasn't even started, bitch. You're 24. <laughs> yeah, you're like, I hate to tell you. That's fresh out of college. I hate to tell you that um, there is no behind in life. That's, I think, a truth that you need to accept. That's a great point. There is no behind. Because the things that you've been taught that you should do or that you, you should accomplish by their certain point were, you know values and measurements given to you by people that lived entirely different lives and or never did those things. So I think this is a great moment for you to realize that your life is your own, your story is your own. It's not going to go in any particular order. It's not going to look like anyone else's. And your job while you're here is to really become an expert at you. So you're not behind in anything. You are doing exactly what you feel like you need to do, what you want to do. And that's, you can't see that far ahead. All you got to do is follow your gut and say like, okay, I want to go, I want to go to this school. This is the, the, this is the job that I want, whatever. And you do it until you don't want to do it anymore. Until you, you, you know, give yourself permission to like learn new so things and change your mind yeah, and go down exactly. different paths. And you're young. You're very young. Very and young. This pressure you're putting on yourself. The things that you want in your 20s are not things that you're going to want in your 30s. And so I think that you need to prepare yourself now for what changes and how, how you stay with yourself throughout it, how you deal with it, how you view it. Don't be scared of it. It's, it's for everyone. Like, you're not alone. You're not alone. That's something my therapist tells me a lot. She's like, Keith, you're not the only person that feels mm -hmm. this way. There are thousands, hundreds of thousands, millions of yeah. people who all are feeling what you're feeling. Yeah. We all are carrying, to some degree, the pressure of what other people made us feel like we should be or what we should look like. And so I think it's just, it's like anything else, right? It's like you have to deprogram it in yourself. And the first step in that is you understanding that there is no map to life. There is no similar line that everyone goes down that works for everyone. Think of all the people who had plans. <laughs> yeah. And then the pandemic hit. Uh, we all had a lot of fucking plans. You know, like... This year was supposed to look different for everyone. Everyone. Every, every single, single person, person on the planet. Or in their minds, it was supposed to look different, right? Had and, a different idea of how this year was going to go. And, <laughs> and change happens, and all you can do is react and grow and stay grounded and, and understand that, like, nothing is guaranteed. So it's like... It's not even guaranteed that you'll wake up tomorrow, so which is not going to help with the anxiety. But what I'm saying is that this thing that you're racing towards because you think that if you get to that goal, all of a sudden happiness and peace and ease will just happen, that's not what it's about. What you're learning on your way there is the stuff that is going to help you survive change. I'm also curious, like, why are you going back to school again? You have three majors. But no, but not a degree, right? Someone that Ooh. went through that switched majors, I imagine, right? It took me seven years, three majors, okay, and lots of meltdowns to get through this. So that to me means she has three. She's majored in three different things. But right? to to me, I'm I'm hearing that as you change your major three times, 
And now you're at this point where you're going to another school or you're going from community college to, to university. To your bachelor's. Which is uh, the Libra bitch, right? I changing mean, again, changing minds, seeing, seeing the good in multiple things. I'm going to go back to me. I am 36 years old. Mm-hmm. I, am, I am what they call a career changer. I am going back to school to change my career because I finally feel like I found something that I want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, there was a huge part of me that was like, you know, I was almost resisting this urge to change because I was like, I committed so much of my life to pursuing, mm-hmm. you know, video production and yeah, film filmmaking. That's how you'll trap yourself. And there's this, again, this pressure of like, forcing myself to succeed and mm-hmm. look you succeeded it took you it doesn't matter how long how slow you go so long as you do not stop right that's a great phrase so um i'm getting lost in my thoughts here but main point being this feeling that you're having of of being behind in life is that's coming from you like who else is making you feel like this mm. and if they're making you feel like this fuck them yeah because they're not you. They don't know what you're going through. Mm-hmm. And you're not alone. Like, you're not the only person to, A, feel like this, but also be figuring shit out. Yeah. Again, I'm 36. I just feel like I'm figuring shit out. I think it's just a good time to figure out, like, what is your mission statement about your life, right? Where And, that, and that's, like, across the board. Like, you're going to come to moments in your life where you're like, oh, this is how I feel about this thing. And so moving forward, when I get in conversations about this or someone, is, you know, like, if someone, someone made fun of something uh, when I was eight years old, right, and, and then I'm 38 and they make fun of the same thing, the goal is that I'm not reacting the same because my views and ideas and even giving that much power to someone has changed, right? Like, I'm within myself knowing who I am and that doesn't phase me the same way that did when I was younger. And so I think that you need to accept in yourself, and that takes work and that takes time, that like you actually believe that your life is not dictated by whatever this path is that you think you have to be on. And it's only then when you kind of accept that, that you'll be able to with your parents, with friends, because it's not just going to be like one person in your life that's like saying this thing so many people feel this way and because they feel this way or they grow up this way, they continue perpetuating it and passing it on and asking those kinds of questions and giving those kinds of judgments. So you're going to have to be prepared for it. And if you're secure and you're confident in the fact... I'd say she's judgmental of herself. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Like you're judging yourself hard. You're like, I'm 24. I should be so much more ahead of where I am. Which came from... Which leads me to think, how do you look at others? But which came from someone in your life came from your your friends your family your school it's society at large whatever it is yeah. and in order to resist that or to push back against that it has to come from within you it has to be something that you actively are choosing to put your time and energy into fueling which is just this again a self-belief that your life is for you and it's going to lay itself out the way that it's meant to and all you have to do is show up and follow the things that you feel like are what you want and what you love and what interests you and what makes you, you know, what you're passionate about. And when you get to a point, which takes long, it can take a long time and it might be something you're always checking, but just making sure that like you're making decisions for you, not because it's expected of you, that you understand that you, you probably have a lot more time than you think that you do. And even if you don't, you should spend that time on a path that you enjoy. Um, I mean, look, you've also, you've also been diagnosed with chronic fatigue syndrome, mm-hmm. general anxiety disorder, and major depressive disorder. Yeah, you don't have to go the same pace a- as anyone. Yeah. You know, and you're not a failure for that. Like, your life has different experiences, different challenges. And listen, there are people that in their 60s go back to school and then 10 years later have a practice or like mm-hmm. working. Like, they're, it, they're, it's never too oh, late. It's never too late. The only other thing I'll say, too, is that, you know, I've, I've learned this about myself. It's very common with anxiety. You know, you, you tend to live in the future. You tend to, like, be worried about the future and, like, what's going to happen and when it's going to happen and how am I going to get there. Yeah, it's control so that you can avoid the anxiety. It's, it's, and so my recommendation, my advice would be to start trying to work on being present 
instead mm-hmm. of thinking and worrying so much about the future, like be present in yeah. the moment in which you're at. And meditation has helped me with that a lot where it just, it trains my mind to like, I, I catch myself all the time now thinking about shit. And mm-hmm. now I'm at a point where I'm like, I can catch myself and I'm like, Oh, there I go again. Okay. Let it go. Mm-hmm. Come back to like what I'm doing right now. Cause I'll be yeah, something maybe as mundane as washing dishes or, even like if I'm reading, like I have this weird ability to like read something, but then be thinking about something completely oh, I different, do that all right? Time, man. And so I catch myself doing that. I'm like, whoa, dude! Like, okay, come come back to the present, be here, and and focus on that. So I'd say try meditation or just work on being present. Mm. I, I I would say focus on your senses when you take a shower. Like feel the water hitting you and and the warmth of the water and then like the soap bubbles coming down your side. Listen to the sound of the water. Like focusing and honing in on your senses has helped me Mm. a lot in terms of remaining present instead of being in my mind all the time. Yeah. I mean, I think also attach, if you're going to look for accomplishment, don't just attach it to like school and work. Mm -hmm. I took a shower today. I feel good about it. I did this, like, little things around the house. I did this for myself. I finally watched this show that I, that I wanted to watch. I finally read this book. I finally, you know, whatever it is, I think it's really in just, like, taking care of yourself and making sure that, like, everything's not wrapped up in the outward persona of who you think you're supposed to be or appear to other people as. And, again, I don't know many 24-year-olds that know or practice that or understand that. I don't know many people in their 30s that do it. So it Nobody takes... Nobody in their 30s takes 24-year-old seriously. It takes, <laughs> it takes time. And girl, and when we're in our 40s, we're going to be looking back at 34-year-olds like, yep. oh my God. Yep. So it is what it is. But listen, 24, I know, everything feels very extreme right now. And you're dealing with a lot. And we're in a pandemic. And we're in a pandemic. Like, it's okay. <laughs> and, like, it's okay. everything's happening. And we're so in a plans, plans probably shifted again since this email, and they might again. And I think yeah, I mean, this was in, the success for you, or not, success isn't really the word I want to use, but like, as a person, how you function in this world is going to be eased by you when you can ground yourself, reconnect with yourself understand what your priorities are, how those shift and not beat yourself up when they take longer or they look different than other people. And that's a skill you should learn now because, um, again, you'll find people that trap themselves in relationships or jobs or where they live or whatever it is because they think they're supposed to be something. We literally were just talking about this with Keith Mm -hmm. where it's like you'll end up trapping yourself and suffering through that, um, if you don't accept that things change, you change, and that's perfectly okay. It takes time. It definitely takes time. Um, and no one's perfect at it, but... Next question? Sure. All right. Uh, lighthearted follow-up. Okay. Okay, so we're going to follow Uh-oh. up from something we probably don't remember. I'm scared. Uh, hey, Rumi fam. I wrote you guys a long-ass time ago, about a year or two. Okay. Oh. <clears throat> Explaining that I was... A poor little gay boy living up in rural New Hampshire slash Vermont and was thinking about moving away just for quality of life changes, et cetera, et cetera. Love it. Cut to now. I've been living in Charlotte, North Carolina for six months or so after moving in with a longtime online friend, Mm -hmm. can be risky, uh, and things are going pretty well. My workplace was kind enough to let me set up an at-home office and keep my job, for which I am insanely grateful. This email was also sent back, oh, wow, on April 6th. Okay. Um, one of my reasons for moving there, <clears throat> well, I'm sorry, one of my reasons for moving before was just the straight-up lack of LGBT population and community up in the woods, mm-hmm. which has definitely changed now. Though I haven't actually been on any dates yet, there are definitely 10 times as many opportunities here. Not trying to rush it, though, so we'll see what time brings. That's honestly about it. I wanted to give you all an update and an email that wasn't a sob story for once. <laughs> Thanks for your advice. P.S. I'm a Scorpio sun, Pisces moon. Oh, it's me. Capricorn rising. Ah, uh, <laughs> it's me with the appearance of Keith. It's me inside of Keith's body. <laughs> so read that for filth if you want. Trust me, I know. I have both 
Uh, Scorpio and Capricorn energy. So imagine the two of you in one person. Listen, <laughs> the the uh, fuck you. First of all, <laughs> call me out. You can't call, call me out. I'm great. Out. Oh, that's true. That's what I meant. Listen, um, that was the best thing that you could have done. You got all that water in you, all that sentimental wishy washy shit, and then you got that <laughs> Capricorn that wants to make so. But have I have a water very, heart. You, say? you do have a water heart. What, what is my water? You're Pisces. Pisces. So they're they're half as close to me as they are to you. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's a, it, literally the combination of the two of us. Oh, but you got so much fucking Capricorn, girl. Um, Pisces. But here's the thing: you Sounds should, like you pieces. needed to move. You needed to. You needed to go and experience other things. I'm known by their wisdom. You needed to learn more about yourself. You need to be. Um, you needed to be independent. That's exactly what you needed, and so I'm here for it. All right, moving on to the third one. Okay. Uh, it's a login attempt. Nope. Where I start it? Here it is. Uh, this one says. Who moves where? This was sent February 25th. Okay. Hey, Keith and Megan. I'm 32. Okay. I don't know what this means. Uh, M-A-S-C-E-N-B-Y. Mask what? B-N-B-Y? E-N-B-Y? E-N-B-Y? Oh, um, I think it's... Uh, hold on. I can Google, I guess. I want to say it's like non-binary. Yes, non-binary. Mas- so mask mas- presenting non-binary person. Does that mean masculine? Yes. Okay, okay. Uh, Pisces sun. Okay. Virgo moon. Gemini rising. <laughs> Pisces sun. Virgo moon. Virgo moon. And the Gemini rising. The Gemini. That's a cool name. Rising. Gemini rising. Gemini rising. Um, you know... <laughs> <laughs> if I could describe Megan, it was uh, her <laughs> eyes just went wide, <laughs> but it's with like just, a stink. Uh, I'm it. just interested with with that how that Virgo and Gemini deal with each other because like Virgo, I mean, I mean, both kind of think they're right about everything, so that actually that might be fine. Just feel like Gemini is very like starts a lot of projects, like very social, like, and then Virgo is like, this is how it's done, and if you don't do it, I guess you're wrong. And I made a list about it as well, like. You know, there are earth signs, so we'll cap. Uh, all right, here we go. Continue. Uh, I am in a deeply loving and wonderful relationship. We have been together for over a year now, and I think this is, quote, the one. Uh, they seem to be on the same page, but they, a 34 ENBY, Cancer Sun, Cancer Moon, Gemini Ooh. Rising. Ooh, cancer, a lot cancer, of water, Gem, live literally as far away as one could. Oh. Uh, emotionally or physically? <laughs> how, how are you? Okay. Oh, I, I, I get it. I the, get it. I get it. I'm in the U.S. and mm-hmm. they are in Australia. Okay. Uh, we have met in real life. Okay. They came to stay with me last summer for two weeks. Mm-hmm. And I will be visiting them this spring for two weeks. Mm-hmm. We don't want to be long distance forever. And so, of course, the question of who should move where has come up a lot, mostly externally. Uh, how long have they been together? For over a year now. But you've only... Uh, this My, country's on fire. Move. Yeah, I would say go to Australia. <laughs> get out of here. Um, if that's go your question. So, go we, somewhere with better health care. Like, Do they got better health care there? Then go. Six more paragraphs. <laughs> but my part... Wait. Uh, okay. My partner is willing to move to the U.S. I have two young nieces, and all of my family are very close geographically. Oh, shit. I have always lived here, and I'm attached to my specific part of the world. I have several hobbies that my partner shares interest in that are bolstered by living where I do. How did you find some? It must have been an app or something. I was like, how did you find someone in Australia for someone that's like, I don't want to leave home and I don't plan on. (laughs) But I also imagine this person, his partner, this person's partner feels uh, probably the same way about where they're from. Oh, I'm sure. My partner visited and felt very at home here. And it wasn't until after the visit that they started talking about moving here. I have a hard time imagining leaving my family, especially my mom and nieces. Well, it sounds Mm. like your partner is willing to move here. But my partner also has a chronic illness. Oh, shit. Damn, this is a twist and turns, this one. Uh, and staying in Australia makes much more sense financially yeah. due to their public health care option. The city they are in is very affordable, and the retirement options and workers' rights are better. Yeah. They also have a tight-knit family and several close friends. Oh, they have no. a lot of connections with others in their career field that affords them a lot of opportunities. Yeah. Really, my only reason to stay in the U.S. are that it's not so hot. My family's close by, and I live in a great but increasingly unaffordable state. Mm. However, I'm not really emotionally close to my family other than my mom. Oh, the move. Yeah. I'm, I'm Wait, why say, are we back and forth? I mean, it's it, a fucking Gemini. It's all over the guy. I would have place. questions about 
the fact that you guys haven't really had. Uh, I think there are a few steps. Proximity in terms of intimacy. I think there's like a. I I, I believe you can come over or go other places for like you get a visa. What, how are, yeah, a visa like for a six like month visa and just see what yeah, living there is like. I think that that might be a possibility. Besides like committing to the um, move, you know. Whichever you always want to split the year, like whatever, however you want to do that. I mean, there's more, so I guess I shouldn't give my answer yet, but you already know my answer. I have so. some really good friends, but none that are long-term, and after I graduate college this spring, you're none still in long-term. Oh, oh, you mean like you've known them for a long time? Okay. Uh, it's likely that I will lose touch with most of them. I have a job that I intend to leave ASAP after graduating, so that's not okay. really a factor. So nothing's really holding you here. Relatedly, I am trans and not out to my family slash not sure I will ever come out to them. Navigating yeah. things like a wedding feels very stressful when I think about Wait. names. Or how deeply gendered weddings are. Why we're jumping Listen, to we don't have to already? jump to wedding. Whoa. I wonder if my life would be easier with more distance between my Bitch family and Virgo I. Fucking moon. That Virgo moon's trying to tie up the bow on this Girl, box. It's like a different person from the beginning. It was like they were saying how much they love where they live and their nieces and their now family. Like, I can't afford like, it. I don't, I don't really talk like to my, my family. family. <laughs> and also I'm not out to them. Continue. Uh, I know no one can tell me the right thing to do in the end, True. but I don't know how to make <clears throat> the decision. I don't feel like I can talk to my family or my partner about it because I don't want anyone to hold their breath one way or another. Uh. Well, that's not... Okay. It feels very loaded if I give any indication that I am even thinking about leaving. My friends just want me to be happy, okay. but I feel like it's more complex than that. It's not. I don't know where to start or who to talk <laughs> to. Not. Help. Thanks for all yeah, well, both here, you do. We're here to talk you through you it. Offer. Listen. Let me practice uh, listen. my therapy skills okay. here. So while well, <laughs> well, you're practicing that, let me not do my therapy skills. Oh, yeah, listen. Go for it. Um, you, little Virgo moon, right? Is it a little Virgo moon? We got a Pisces sun Virgo moon Gemini is rising. Yeah, okay. <laughs> listen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Listen. <laughs> You're trying to tie the bow up on this little box of life you think you found right now. Yeah, okay. Very, You're like, um, we're in a very committed, loving, close yeah. relationship. Also, by the way, we've met once. Um, and <laughs> I um, I love my family. I am I'm so glad I you am that up. I I love my family. Um, I live close to them. Also, I only speak to my mom. Um <laughs> And I have a lot of friends here, you know, none of them long term. Um, <laughs> but I also, <laughs> so is this the Virgo um, girl? Is it the Virgo? I also, you know, I I um I'm I'm going to school here, and I have a job, and um, but I can't afford to live in this state. Um, and so it's just like, I think your pro con list is uh, looking a little Australia heavy right now. Here's what I would say, yeah, and, and this is a, someone who uh, has friends who met through the internet. One of them was living in Ireland. One of them was living in California. And throughout the years of visiting each other, going to meet each other's families, um, back and forth for a few years, they got engaged, got married in Ireland right after it was even legal to, to do it. And it was, a, it was a great, it was great. It was one of the best weddings I've ever been to. It was so good. Um, but... They didn't, like, talk for a year, meet each other once, and then start talking about, like, are we going to get married? Are we going to do this? Whatever. I think that this is what I would do. One of you, whether it's you or, or your partner, needs to apply, I think, for a visa or visit or whatever it is and maybe look for an extended situation where it's not just a few weeks with each other. It's, like, six months with each other. And maybe even go back and forth. You go over there for six months. They come here for six months whatever it is three months you know three months yeah just a, a, a month i think yeah i think my friends used to do like it would be a month someone would come over here and then they would go over There's there for maybe in a few months too. for a month i remember when go, i was yeah. in asia was like you could stay in thailand for 30 days yeah but then at the end of 30 days you need to go to vietnam and then come back to thailand and then yeah, you can yeah, stay yeah. for another 30 days it's yeah like, okay so i would i would look into that if this is something that you are you're this is a person that you're serious about this is a situation that you're thinking about i would say don't rush to be like okay well we all have to be under one roof and we have to be married and we have to choose a place to live for forever there's a lot of good reasons why your partner needs to stay in Australia. Um, the healthcare alone, I mean, is such a big thing, especially if you're already living in a town where you can't even afford it now. I mean, what a, what a, when if they come over to the U.S. to to um, to live, they're not going to be able to work. 
They can't. Yeah. You you can't work for for a minute. Um, and Unless you get a, like a work visa. And so out of the two of you, it seems like if you go over there, I mean, I'm just thinking like long term. You go over there. This your partner has way more job opportunity, Those like making more money. Are they? Huge. <laughs> you have black eyes right now. Girls. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, my mom used to always tell me, like, don't get pulled over. They're going to think you're on drugs. <laughs> oh, God. Fuck. The like it's... Now you understand, girl. When I, I swear to God, my eyes are sensitive. Like, yeah. like it hurts. Okay. Like, sometimes that's why I keep it a cave in here, girl. <laughs> <laughs> I need it to be dark. Um, you got to close those puppies up, girl. I would say, look, you're not that connected to your friends here who want you to just be happy. You're like, you're, you don't feel like you've known them that long or whatever that long-term phrase meant. You don't really talk to your family that much. You can't really afford the place you're living. It's going up in, in value. And you have any, you're not even living in a situation where you, you are able to be open and honest about who you are yet, right? Well, that's, that's another confusing thing. And so thing. I think to bring your partner, who also they said is non-binary, right? NB. NB, yeah. E-N-B. Um, it's non-binary. So, oh, it stands for NB. They NB. spell it E-N-B-Y. They do. I got you. Yeah, okay, yeah. okay I understand that. Um, so your partner potentially is coming over, if they moved here, to a situation where they can't really, like I don't even know if they're able to, to the extent that they want to be open and honest with your family or the people that are connected to you. So it just seems like a not fun situation to come here. I would say test it out, go back and forth and visit each other, take a little bit more time, but... Honestly, if I were you and I weren't that connected to my family and I weren't connected, I weren't just the job situation here, I would be the one that was like, okay, I'll go over here and I don't have to work for six months and or a year, whatever it is. And um, this, this, you're close with your family. The healthcare here makes sense. That long term is where I would be thinking, you know, because money and stuff you they you save up, you make whatever. You can always come visit your family. We're also let's talk about this. We're living in a in a pandemic world right now, where everyone is learning how to connect with each other over Zoom, over FaceTime, over Skype, learning how to not be around each other physically the way that they were before. And so I think that this is definitely if you're someone who's like in a long distance relationship and you want to try out moving, like a significant move after obviously COVID stuff, I think this is, this is going to be the, the time to do that in the next few years. Um, but yeah, I wouldn't rush to like how, what is our wedding going to be like when you haven't even come out to your family yet? There are a lot of conversations, I think. I mean, you've only if, known if, each other well, for and, a and year. And if you want them to be involved. I mean, if you're literally like, I don't really give a fuck about my family, just my mom, then, you know, move to Australia and come out over, uh, over Zoom. Like, fuck it. Like, let's do it up. But, um... Yeah, I, I mean, you're going to do what you want to do. But I think this, the, the thing that makes the most sense, like the thing of like the common good here of like what makes the most sense for both people financially, like health-wise, family-wise, it seems like your partner is more connected to their family, needs more accessible health care, and has better job options. So I would go yeah, visit. Yeah, I mean, if that's the question, Yeah. Australia. But Australia's I, I better still have questions sure. about... Okay. Like, there's a difference between, uh, you know, an online distanced relationship versus... Day-to-day. Living with someone. That is and, very and true. And my recommendation would be just start seeing each other more... Longer periods of time. Longer periods of time because you don't know. You cannot get a grasp on somebody what it's like to be living with them. Um, just for two weeks at a time. It's going to be easier out of, for out of a ye- year. You've only spent two weeks together. Yeah, it's going to be it. And that's like you know you're excited. There's this yeah. There's this rush. There's a, the adrenaline. Everything's and, and, exciting. Nothing's annoying. You know your hormones are going. It's like yeah, of course those two weeks going to prior were great and great and but then you know after some time, yeah, I just think you know you're already jumping to marriage. Yeah, I mean the. I think what you're doing right now is you're not listening to yourself speak. Like when you're Mm. writing this out, I need you to go and read this email out loud. And like, if you want to make a pro con list, do, but just read it out loud and understand that. I think you are setting yourself up for a lot of stress and aggravation and problems that you're not dealing with now. 
by pushing them off until later by, by being like, okay, well I, there's all these other things that I haven't really dealt with or like figured out where people are in my life. But like, why don't I throw like a possible long distance marriage on top of it? I just think there's a lot. We, we know this for fact, right? Where it's like people move in together and then dating changes for them because in good ways or bad ways, because when you live together, it highlights so many things about your personality, how you deal with things, how you interact with each other, when it's not all cute kisses, love, whatever, and you're fighting over fucking dishes, or you're like annoyed because they left this thing here, or how you guys react in those situations, how do you argue, how do you disagree, mm. um, how do you, what kind of living situation do you want, living space do you want, like there's so many other things that... I think if you all of a sudden find yourself in a situation where like we made a choice and now they're here permanently and then you start dealing with that, you're going to end up in a situation where one of you just feels like they brought someone over that they can't even break up with if they're not happy or not because everyone's given up so much to be here. I just think there are some other things to iron out first. And I think Keith is correct where it's like it's going to require more time and it might require one of you going to visit each other for a longer period of time every year. Um, there feels like there's this rush or this pressure. Almost yeah. You're like, like, I'm finishing college and I guess I need to figure out know. where I'm going to live for the rest of my life and who I'm going to be with. And, um, that's the quickest yeah, way. That's I, the quickest <laughs> way for the, the, you know, the house of cards to fall. Yeah. Um, I just feel like you're putting so much into like this other person when you haven't really even, but then again, you are 32. You are 32. And they're 34. Listen, and this is the time when people definitely start making like bigger relationship decisions. Yeah. But I just think that the relationship that has been so supportive and helpful over the internet, when you can text each other throughout the day, but you also have your own separate lives, will shift when you're around each other and each other's friends and there's no break. And so... If you're putting all you're pinning all your hopes to this relationship to be the thing, but you don't foundationally figure thing. out how to grow it, and then you also throw in the situation where like one of you might just be displaced from home. Here's the other thing: you're allowed to change your mind. Oh yeah. If you go to Australia and and you, you don't spend six it? months there, and you're like, you know, I don't know if I like it here. You know, you are gonna feel this obligation to stay for your partner, mm-hmm. or maybe you'll realize you don't even like your partner. Maybe That's what you lo- I'm saying. Maybe you love Australia, but you don't like your partner. But I'm, I'm saying you're trying. So, you're trying to skip past the part where you might yeah. figure you want something else out, and or like a different situation out, and it's gonna. So my, what I'm saying is just be open to changing your mind. Yeah. If your if your partner comes here, and you decide, uh, I don't know if this is gonna work. That's okay to say. Yeah. They'll I, figure their shit out. They're they're an adult. And wherever <laughs> you go, also imagine that like. Like I said, I think it's just very important that you realize the costs that go along with this, right? Like to get someone to become a citizen of a place, all the things that have to happen um, and the inability they may have to work. And so I think that should factor into the decision too of like if you one of you is going to make a huge move, you just have to understand that you are going to be taking the the majority of the financial load for at least the first year. Um, and if you can't do that for yourself now, then you're going to try to do it for two people or you're both going to be living with a parent or something like that, but you're, you're not really out about who you, I mean, that's, it's just disaster. So I think save up some money, visit each other, figure out if you even like being around each other for that extended period of time. And if that, yeah. like the you're graduating relationship. school but, and you have a job that you're going to leave immediately after graduating. Yeah. So what are you going to do? That's that's more concerning to me is like, yeah. what are you going to do? <laughs> well, you're going to start planning a wedding. <laughs> but what about your career? Like, what, do you, what are you majoring in? What, are, yeah, what is your degree in? Like, shouldn't you be also focused on, on that? I mean, I think if you have no prospect here of like what you necessarily want to do and the only thing holding you here is like a kind of relationship with your mom, do that and shit over Zoom. Talk to your friends every week and... and Figure out what you want to do in a place that... I don't know how Australia works. They got free education? Like, how does it work? I I think... I don't know if it's free, but the one girl I was... Discounted? uh, She's got, like, four degrees right now. Yeah, yeah. She's going for, like, a fourth... So here's... So, yeah, I think it's a matter of figuring out what what it is that you want. 
what what you know? I do guess you, I'm just curious. What do you want outside of this relationship? Like, so I'm saying, yeah. I think that you're just clinging onto the relationship because you're like, this is the one good thing in my life, and so how do I extend the it? The one, like, you feel like this is the that one. is a lot of pressure That's a after lot of a pressure. year. A lot of pressure to put on your partner too. Listen, I'll tell you what. I can attest to that. Listen, I'll tell you what. <laughs> I'm guilty of that. When it comes to relationships of any kind, that shit can change overnight. It sure and can. I need y'all to be aware of that. <laughs> it sure you can. might have a nine-year friendship, okay, and that shit'll be ended over text. You know what I'm saying? You might have a nine-year relationship, and wait, and wake up one morning, and it's different. And so I just there need to be things that you are clinging to inside of yourself, outside of the relationship. There need to be some other goal beyond just being with someone, because when you get that thing. It can't sustain your happiness. And that's too much pressure to put on anyone. Yeah. So my vibe right now is saying that you're clinging on to the one good thing and you're going to ruin it if you don't go slow and take it seriously and figure out a plan, not just for like how you feel, what you want right now, but long term. Um, it's okay to date someone long distance. It's okay to have that back and forth, that travel. And if that... and I would just see try to see each other more. Yeah. I mean, I know Australia's fucking far, but <laughs> like, you know, it's a plane ride away. It is, but you're about to quit your job and, st- and not be in school. Airline so prices are real cheap. I, I'm hearing right now. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Uh, you know, just put yourself in a little bubble. Um, you know, and and it's a different. It's also an experience I've never had or I haven't had yet. But going to a different place, moving to a different place, is culture shock. There's a lot of things that are different, and so. Um, yeah, it's just like one of those things where like you being in the place with the person is going to tell you a lot more than just talking about, well, what do you think over Skype? Like, like trying, I already think about names for the wedding. I'm like, well, what? You don't have to <laughs> choose whose last name or who wears what or what, like, nothing like that. You haven't, y'all haven't even figured out a vacation together yet, you know? So like, let's, let's focus. Let's go smaller. All right. Um, baby steps. Baby steps. And, uh, yeah, that's it. That's all I got. Good luck. Ready to tuck them in? I'm ready to tuck them in. Let's see if I can open up this old school Patreon manager because that was my shit. A few active Patreons. Listen, if you want to donate to the podcast, you like listening to us, you want to support us, um, this still isn't giving me what I want, so this is a fucking liar. (laughs) Um, you can go to patreon.com slash adventures in roommating and uh, for a dollar more per month, two dollars more per month, you get some goodies, you get some early episodes, you get our eternal love. And um, at any point, I'm sure Patreon is going to give me what I want. Okay. I'm going to give a shout out to Sarah McCoy. Sarah McCoy wants to promote their podcast, Podcast from Planet Weird. It's a show where two friends talk about Disney Channel movies and other childhood classics from the 90s and 2000s. Now that Disney Plus is launched, it's the perfect time to start binging what could be your new favorite podcast. So go to podcastfromplanetweird.com for links to listen. Also, want to give a shout out to Tessa Violet. Tessa. Stream Tessa on or, Spotify. As I know her, uh, Mika Kitty. Mika Kitty. She oh my god. Buy that at all anymore? I know, right? not at all. <laughs> this is yeah, it's a throwback. Um, check out Tessa's music on Spotify. Listen, it's a little, it's a little pop. It's a little electronic. Circumstance. It's. <laughs> It's, yeah, it's a little circumstance. <laughs> I don't know why you said it's a little pop, it's a little that's circumstance. L- that's literally how I would, yeah, that's how I would describe Tessa's music. It's a little pop, it's a little circumstance. <laughs> it, oh, bitch, if you, don't, if you don't use that in your next press kit, I'm be pissed. <laughs> Brett knew Dick Newman, just a, a long-term, like, lifetime-ass uh, supporter. Yeah. Uh, appreciate you. Hope that you're having a lovely day. Hope that you're having a lovely life and hope that you're doing well. We, we love you and we're here and we appreciate your support. And Brett didn't give me anything to promote. So right. just promoting promote Brett. Brett him, himself. Or maybe it's Neumann. I, I think I've said this many times. Maybe Neumann. it's like the, the microphone. Whatever. Brett hasn't corrected me, which means Brett likes it. Yeah, he likes the... He likes he likes the the, the verbal <laughs> yeah the verbal mispronunciation the you go through every time. of <laughs> the potential name that they might have. 
Okay. Um, I also want to give a shout out to Priscilla Queen of the Desert Ramirez okay. and Ricardo Brajas. Brajas. Hahaha's. And we're going to do a tuck. I just got a few people. Because some of your credit card providers did not align with the Lord. I want to give a shout out to Barrington Lloyd Lovett. What a fucking name. Fancy name. That is a barren. That's a royal name. Okay. Kyle Eakey, little less fancy, but we still love it. <laughs> well, a lot it's, less fancy. Because it's not a name. I, I feel like the, I feel like people would fuck it up, but I got it because I listen. Kyle Eakey. Um, we also have Libby Root. I've been growing roots on my basil plant lately. Oh, trying to, root, trying like to kangaroo. root. Root. Cat uh, Quoto, which you sound like a famous actress. And Dean... Debbie goddamn Downer. <laughs> My favorite. Um, and I'll give a $1 tier shout out to... Music mm, kicked in for this. K-Lord. Oh, okay. Because I'm here for Lord. Jesus, you know? Bless up. Bless up and bless out, man. Uh, again, patreon.com slash adventures in remaining. We super appreciate you. And that's all. That's all, folks. Folks, <laughs> this is a cartoon. Uh, cartoon from hell. Yeah, that's all, folks. I'm Megan Tonjes. My tits are sweating. I'm Keith Batista. My tits are small, but are lovely. they sweating? No. There's not a little little, I don't have a, little glisten beneath. My, my ass sweats. Okay, that's too much. My back that's when too I much. sit. You stay. The, do you, you stay, agree? I do don't. I don't know, girl. You stay. Out, I stay mean, do over you there. also experience? I got I, my folds are all sweating right now. All, all my right. bits. Okay. It's warm. You gonna take a cool bath? I'm thinking about a it. Bath of death. It's like I want to take a cool bath, but I also want to wash my hair. But like I don't want to stand up in the shower. But like it's just a lot. Take Maybe a cool I'll just shower. give myself a little mega bay bath. Turn put the, a little little napkins under the my tie. Massage tatties. feature on. The massage feature. There's, I haven't even gotten into the features of the new shower head. Go all the way to the right. It's like a, it's like a mist. Oh my gosh. Yeah. A cool, a cool mist. Oh my god, I could get us. I could start misting my plants, girl. <laughs> yeah, bring them to the shower. <laughs> people do that. That's how people water sure, plants. Yeah, okay. Well, pe- I thought you meant uh, like bring it to. The yeah, plant. no, no, no. But like when people, uh, I've seen people that have like eucalyptus and stuff hanging in their mm. shower. They hang it from like oh. a hook or whatever. So when the steam and everything hits it, it like smells. Yeah, yeah, really that good. Minty, that minty smell might be something I do. We'll see. That's all. Good night. Good night and goodbye. Good night.